Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. TV and hosted by Hall of Fame superstar Sean X-Pac Waltman. This is X-Pac 12360. And now your host, WWE Hall of Fame superstar Sean X-Pac Waltman. Yeah! What's up you guys? <laughs> Dude, when you said ghost from Denise's past, I had all these other people that I imagined. This was definitely not what I imagined. Well, I'm here to rip ass on Fightful with Sami Zayn. Remember when we wrestled in Chikara? <laughs> yes. We had a great match at Chikara. <laughs> Let's talk more about that. This is the Fightful <laughs> post-show. Our audio listeners are very confused right now <laughs> i am uh sean waltman ross sap that is denise um usado i think is usado is... i could be denise i could yeah. be sales usado i don't know i'm gonna go with denise well denise rolls you. off the tongue yeah, although i'm having a hard time because all these little like beard hairs are going in my mouth man gross anyway <laughs> leave a thumbs up on this video uh tap that bell for notifications subscribe <laughs> 9 30 i shot a can with the wig you look what? hilarious it's great isn't it it's perfect isn't it you have such <laughs> the volume on your hair it's just it's superb i mean it's perfect though right <laughs> yes <laughs> anyway, uh, this week on Fightful, we have interviews with Wardlow. We have Peter Avalon. But 9.30 a.m. Eastern. Denise, something that's going to affect you on Tuesday. Uh, GCW's Brett Lauderdale will be here to talk about the upcoming uh, streaming plans for GCW. Might have that up a little bit early on FightfulSelect.com, though. Earlier like, than 6.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time? Yeah, maybe you should get up. Anyway, uh, we also had the returns of Asuka, Alexa Bliss on Fightful Select today. Uh, we have some plans that didn't end up happening. There's supposed to be a Halloween party, Denise. It didn't end up happening on Raw, but 
FightfulSelect.com. You know, subscribe there. $5. It's a good time. Had a bunch of great stories. We'll brag about them a little bit later. But this Saturday, uh, myself and Denise will be here for the Crown Jewel post show. I believe you're here for that, right? You haven't booked me, Sean. You're on every post-pay-per-view show, Denise. I don't know. Anyway. You know what? You got you to gotta, you gotta reach out. You got to talk. Muted. Get in your super chats. Get in your humper chats. I would greatly appreciate it. You look like Becky Lynch if she <laughs> was dressed as Sammy hey, Uso. Do you have any idea how hard it is to find the kind of curls that Sammy Zayn yeah. and the kind of beard that he has? Oh, tell me more Amazon? about how hard it is to find curls, Denise. I just it's, wake well, up with it's them. It's easier for the, the black and the blonde wigs, but it's hard for the redhead ones. Denise, I tried I, to fuzz it up as much as listen, I could, but this was the best I could do. I guess your hair just doesn't have that X factor, Denise. What can I say? What can I say? Do you like the little little podcast frame here? Yeah, I did. Suck I saw it. that. Yeah, it's clever, pretty cool, right? Pretty cool, right? Anyway, get in your super chat. Just get wait, it. hold on, hold on. I just realized that you put at not the real X Pac. Yeah, it was clever, right? You yeah. like that? Yeah, that was funny. I'm pretty <laughs> Not proud the real of that. Puck. <laughs> pretty proud of that one. Uh, guys, we got Zach saying, all hail the true Dong Lord, Panice Salcedo. Happy Halloween to the best step host and dirt cheap boy in the biz. Happy Halloween. I got this uh, leather jacket from Goodwill for eight bucks. I'm very happy about that. About a mile from my house. Omar says, Denise, are you oozy? I'm definitely oozy. Bengals weren't feeling very oozy tonight, so Bro, uh, they got slaughtered. Oh, it was bad. Did the game end already? I hope. Um, Orion Ben says Sean went to Johnny Gargano's wig supplier. Boy, that was a highlight. Corey David says, "Is Roderick Strong a free agent?" Uh, I have no information on that. He signed a new deal last year. Velo Dig says, "Sorry, not wrestling related, but and he's saying all superhero movies are the same, and Dist Infinity War and Endgame wasn't very oozy of step host Denise." Uh, you don't like the superhero movies. Man, I ain't going to get into this again. I had a whole tangent about this already on Sunday. It's not that I don't like them. I'm just not a fan. Just not a hardcore fan, you know? Damn. Damn. Uh, I'm well, sorry, Sean. I didn't know you were Mr. Marvel. I didn't know no, you were some I'm not, freaking I'm not Marvel either. I, freaking throwing me under the bus. What, happened? What, what are your thoughts on Marvel? I didn't send the super chat. I'm just saying, what are your thoughts on Marvel? I watched Deadpool. I watched Peacemaker, and that's about and it. So did I. I watched and, Deadpool too. And I watched the uh, the, the Spider Man movies. They were all right, but other than that, I don't watch a lot of them. You see, there what? you go. I didn't I say said. that I didn't like them, though. I didn't say I didn't like them. I just said I'm not a fan. You said they suck. I did not say that. You don't even know what I said. Yeah, I do. It's right here. Um, no, you don't. Ke seven seven five says. Uh, hey, Sean, regarding Chelsea Green, I'm assuming PW Insider jumped the gun and she is not WWE bound unless I missed your update. Uh, if she is, she's playing dumb to me, but I'll have an update this week on FightfulSelect.com. But, uh, you know, I mean, I, I did uh, report another name that's WWE bound on FightfulSelect.com this weekend, so you guys should check that out. But uh, Bianca Belair and Nikki Cross, they were WWE bound, and Bianca beat Nikki Cross. Richie says, beating Nikki was certainly a choice, she felt like an afterthought. I disagree, and we'll talk about why. This match was good. Bianca worked great. Nikki coming back is one thing, but when she came back last week, she was really put together. She looked like she had her hair done. She had her makeup done, all that stuff. 
But what this loss did, Denise, was the catalyst to get not Nikki Cross back in name, but Nikki Cross back in character. She waited all this time. She became a superhero. She won money in the bank. She became the champion. She went away for a while. She tried to get serious. She tried to come back, and it still wasn't good enough, Denise. So now what we have is Nikki Cross just like it's it's her being her again. Exactly. And I feel like that's – no offense, but I wanted – Bianca could not have lost this match regardless because Bianca's heading into, you know, this last woman standing match with uh, with Bailey at Crown Jewel. Bianca's obviously, you know, on a different level and everything that she's doing and whatnot. So, uh, for me – Nikki Cross went out there and she did everything she needed to do. She went out there. She had a good match. She went out there and she showed the new character. We saw the new look, the new version of what she's doing. She went out there and she did her part. She did her job. And for me, this is already very exciting because for a second, I really didn't think that they were going to. Uh, I thought they took so such a long time to get rid of the Nikki A.S.H. character that I kind of lost a little bit of hope that we a little bit of hope that we would ever be seeing the Nikki Cross character again. So the fact that we're even here and that we got this pretty damn good opening match, I feel like it's a win across the board, even if Nikki Cross went in there and she didn't get the actual, uh, you know, the actual win in this match. But everything that played in, we you know, with damage control getting involved. I liked all of that. I thought it was a pretty good uh, way to start off the show. I did too. Um, I don't have a problem with Nikki losing at all because of what this is is going to do. And then after this, Alexa Bliss and Oscar return, as reported by FightfulSelect.com. Um, they're back in the fold. We had some backstage promos. Dakota Kai losing it a little bit more throughout the evening. I wonder what the, the main event will do to her. Uh, but what did you think when a lot Alexa and Asuka uh, came back? Dude, okay, so are we going to – do I already start talking about the main event then? No, 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 just, just the return. Okay, well, for me, I'm thinking like, okay, I was excited about when the music hit, Asuka's music hit, and she came out because it was like she came back and things were going great right they were going pretty good but then afterwards it was just like we didn't get anything anymore and i almost feel like there was nothing to really grab a hold of and i know we'll talk more about oscar and alexa later on so i'm one i want to save my thoughts on everything else because i feel that this I had no idea what was going to happen actually happened in the end. Like, let me just say that I had no idea it was going to happen. And I didn't even get any indication of that when they came back earlier today. Well, Denise, you know, sometimes your sheets can get a little messy. Maybe you've been doing one too many Bronco busters on your sheets. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. And, uh, when you do that, you might get all kinds of bacteria. They might get messy, and you don't want that. You don't want that. What you want is Miracle Brand sheets. You know, you're out there doling out spin kicks and, again, Bronco Busters and X-Factors all over those sheets if that's how you're playing it. Maybe you're doing a big moonsault. Well, trymiracle.com slash Fightful has a great deal for you. Use our promo code Fightful at checkout. Save 40%. Get three free towels. These things have self-cooling properties. They use silver-infused fabrics originally developed by NASA. Miracle brand sheets are thermoregulating and designed to keep you at the perfect temperature all night long so you sleep better every night. I use them. I love them. And the best part is it prevents 99% of bacteria. It requires three times less laundry. 
helps you prevent acne, allergies, stuffy noses, all that stuff that bacteria causes on your sheets. You're not going to wake up too hot, not going to wake up too cold. These things are self-cooling bed sheets inspired by those silver-infused fabrics that are made by NASA. Again, trymiracle.com slash Fightful. Save 40% and get three free towels. They are so confident in their pot product. It's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. 30 days money back. If you don't like it, you get a refund, Denise. How about that? that? How about that? That sounds great, man. I know it sounds great. It's I'm incredible. sold. It's incredible. KE775 says, Sean, have you heard anything about Dewdrop? Uh, I think she was injured. Pretty sure she was uh, sidelined. Empor says, Denise, that is a great Sir Oliver Humperton costume. Joel Wood, listen, buddy, I, I appreciate you. You can't game the system. He says, any insight on a streaming service for GCW? It's obviously not HBO Max or Peacock. So assuming it's Fight TV or Roku, 9.30 a.m. Eastern here on uh, YouTube.com slash Fightful. And uh, don't worry, we'll have it a little bit early for you Fightful Select subscribers. Get in your Super Chats. Get in your Humper Chats. I love what they did with Brock and Bobby Lashley because as soon as I saw the the chairs set up backstage, Denise, I was like, no, you can't bring Brock there and not have him on in front <laughs> oh, of Oh, you people. know they could have easily done that. Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe under the, the previous regime. I fully believe they could have done that, but not this one. So Brock said to hell with it, and he went out there. And Lashley said to hell with it and went out there. And they did exactly what they should have done. They had a sirloin beef, sons of bitches, pull apart brawl. You had Riddle trying to throw sandals at people at one point. I love this. I love a good sirloin beef, sons of bitches, pull apart brawl. This is exactly what they needed heading into Crown Jewel and their match at Crown Jewel. I love this. You know, the first beatdown that they had, uh, the first one that we saw where Bobby Lashley was able to get a lot of great offense in on Brock Lesnar. I remember coming on here and talking about that being a highlight. And then we come back here today, and I love this. And for me, there was one specific thing that made it just much better, and that was Triple H actually going out there and being, like, freaking pissed off and saying that if Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar put their hands on each other, that their match is off. And I like that because prior to him saying that, <laughs> there was a great shot of, of Triple H. He's out there and he's yelling and he's hollering and all of this. And Brock Lesnar, it's almost like he doesn't even see him. And just like speeds past him, runs right to him and straight into Bobby Lashley. And I love that everybody went out there. Uh, this to me, like we see a lot of brawls and a lot of these pull-aparts, whatever you want to call them. We see a lot of this. But this one, I liked more because it felt serious. I felt like this was because Triple H was out there and because of the way that it was executed by Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar, it felt legit. Like you can say, you know what? Oh my God, things are getting serious with, with Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar. So I like the way that they uh, set this all up and just made it feel a little bit more legit heading into um, uh, heading into Crown Jewel. Dude, I like this. Was uh, And on top of that, I do want to say this. I did think that they were going to have Brock Lesnar just come out and be like a diva yeah. and be like, all right, I'm here for this interview. Um, and I, I thought it was a nice swerve to actually have Brock Lesnar in the audience. And it made the show feel a little bit extra special. Today's episode of Raw completely flew by i almost feel like they saw all the comments from last week's and people not liking the show and this week they were just thinking you know what we're gonna put on a good show because it, you could tell today's was uh today's show went by really fast 
Nicholas says, so both Brock and Roman were on the same show, not in a feud, and both did not open or close the show. Women opened and closed. Great to see. I agree. I agree with that. It felt a little bit refreshing. Felt uh, very, very good there. Uh, Duke Hudson, Von Wagner were also there as they were there for a main event match. Uh, but Triple H, we hadn't seen really much of him, if at all. Since as the Rey Mysterio thing. The last thing we saw him was right. when he told Ray not to quit on SmackDown and then booked him in a match or booked him in the freaking uh, Fatal 4-Way. And then now he's wrestling Gunther. Yep. <laughs> Gunther. There we go. Uh, Bray Wyatt announced for Crown Jewel. Uh, Richie Goodacre says that Denny's looks like Robbie McAllister from the Highlanders. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Bro, man, this fucking beard, every time I talk, is just scratching up on oh, my skin. Oh, my God, this thing is itchy as hell. <laughs> yeah, my, my head is itchy right now because of this wig. I'm committed to the bit. I'm Do you got a hairnet? Do you got a hairnet? Uh, not in. Oh, no. I got a hairnet, and the hairnet is pretty bad. Great, now my beard's falling. We got the Omos MVP promo. Yeah, good. Yeah, I'm trying to fix my beard. Continue on. I'm listening. We got the Omos MVP promo. Um, listen, I don't expect Omos and Braun to be a good match, but I expect the clip of it to do bonkers traffic on YouTube and Facebook and all that stuff because that's what these matches do. They they do big numbers. Now Denise can guess what match I'm talking about now. I can't fix the beard. <laughs> I'm trying to use the camera as a mirror. Okay. Any, any thoughts on the go. Omos MVP promo? Oh my God. I feel so bad. This is still the only thing I'm not interested on. Uh, yeah. Braun's going to win. And like I said, the, the video is going to do crazy traffic on YouTube and Facebook. You know what? I will say this. I'm looking forward to it being a, I want it to look cool. When Braun Strowman does be Omaz, I want it to be impressive. Make those views worth it, man. I want to be like, wow, he really did that to Omaz, who's this really big, huge guy. But other than that, man, I have nothing else to add about this whole story. Yes. Um, Machine Gun Carl Anderson defeated Damian Priest with a backslide, and then we get Gang Wars! I mean, this is all a holding pattern until their match this weekend. But the Carl Anderson talk is a little bit more interesting than that, Denise, because they've already booked Hikaleo against somebody else. Carl Anderson will not be at New Japan. But uh, another reason to subscribe to FightfulSelect.com besides not wearing this itchy <laughs> You thing. look like you got lights. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. It's so itchy. <laughs> but um, we reported on FightfulSelect.com this weekend that New Japan still plans on using Carl Anderson, Denise. Yeah, you know, it, it was when I, this whole thing first started, I, I was feeling a little bit just like, man, this looks really bad. I remember when New Japan put out that statement and I'm thinking, oh, man, this looks really bad. But then like by the following morning, it was pretty clear that this was uh, maybe not what you originally thought that it was going to be. And there's a lot of you know people saying that, you know, it's a work and this and that and all of that, everything that's been put out. And um in a way, I'm kind of glad because it did look kind of bad in the beginning. So um, what can I say about this? I'm glad. I hope it I hope they figure figure all this out where they can actually go about the business that they were supposed to be doing. That's it. I'm excited to see what they cook up here. 
Seth Rollins is out. God almighty, is he over. Jesus. Wait, I'm not done talking about Damian Priest, Carl Anderson, though. Okay, go for it. I want to say one more thing, though. I, I. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. I <laughs> I want to say that. <laughs> Stop doing the hair flip. I want to say that I actually thought that we had a pretty good night of like wrestling action throughout the yeah. day. And I know we'll talk about some of the other matches that I re- that happened that there was one that I really, really enjoyed that I can't wait to talk about. I will say this, though. I wanted Damien Priest, Carl Anderson to just go a little bit longer, though, because I thought that there was way more potential in that match. And I was a little bit bummed out when it ended because I did want to see a little bit more from it. Um, and and, and Ripley, Carl, like, Carl has worked like he's got something to prove. Yeah. The whole time. Yeah. Hell yeah. And Rhea Ripley just going out there and doing all these low blows now is is it's pretty funny. I like that. That's like her thing now that she just goes out there and all the guys are afraid and they don't know what to do. And then Corey Graves saying that Dominic Mysterio, that there's a rumor that he's the Pete Davidson of WWE. I, I actually popped at that. I don't know why, but I popped. Well, we've got Seth Rollins uh, over to just an unbelievable degree. You got to go with him as a baby face now. And that's effectively what they're doing. You go with the hot hand. You always go with the hot hand and you don't change that much about him. You just give them reasons to be a little bit sympathetic. So um, I thought this was good. And he's got to beat Theory. Theory's got to lose that briefcase or something. Like he is not a threat whatsoever. And if he cashes it in, it won't mean anything. And if he cashes it in and wins, it means almost even less, Denise. See, I disagree with you a little bit here, Sean, and this is why. So, hey, tell me Seth, why you're wrong. 
Seth Rollins versus Austin Theory was one of the matches besides the main event that I really enjoyed today on Raw. Great match. Yeah, it was. And that's the thing. Like, that's the thing that I feel that I've been saying. Like, Austin Theory can have good matches. I've seen, you know, some of the stuff that he was obviously doing in NXT was pretty good. When he's in there with a good opponent, he can have a really good match. As we saw here today, I thought this one was a lot of fun. Um, With that being said... I actually think that they should keep doing stuff like this with Austin Theory. And if he keeps going out there and having matches like the one that he had with Seth Rollins, if he were to cash in the money in the bank, I'm not saying for him to successfully cash in, but it's a little bit more believable to see the guy go out there and have matches like this and hold on to the briefcase than doing some of the silly stuff that they had him do prior to him actually winning the uh, the money in the bank briefcase. And so it, it's things like this, like what they did with him and Seth Rollins today, where I want to see more of this for Austin Theory. I think if they keep doing this, they actually do have the potential that they might have the potential that they originally wanted to have with Austin Theory that a lot of fans weren't seeing, if they keep doing stuff like this, then I feel there is actually something there with Austin Theory. So He's, he's having good matches. That's yeah. not my issue with him. Like I think that he has improved drastically in the ring. It's not anything about him. It's WWE's booking. He's had 18 matches on television. 18 since me and you did that studio show where he won Money in the Bank. He's won three of them. That's what I'm saying. That's the bad thing, too. That's three the bad thing. Three and 15. They need, they need to give you a reason to maybe, you know what? Maybe this guy gets under your skin. He's annoying. That's the character. But at least give him a little bit of something where you're like, ah, you know what? Maybe I can see something working out with Austin Theory here. Uh, I also want to say that he did look, and I don't know, I don't want to sound like a creep, but he looked extra fit today. Did you notice that? Or is it just yeah, me? Sure. Because I, I don't know what's going on, but he looked a little bit more, uh, a little bit more thicker, like from the, I don't, I don't want to say like the upper bodies, the muscles. Uh, that was something that stood out to me today. But either way, I did like this match a whole lot. And Seth Rollins was freaking over like crazy, man. Time. He was over. And I'm not saying he's not over because he's Seth freaking Rollins. We all get that. But there's been some audiences where it's like, yay, pop. And then that's it, right? This one actually continued all the way through where they're staring down each other in the ring. And you have the crowd actually still singing Seth Rollins' theme song. And even afterwards, when he won, they were making sure to be singing the theme song. So that was definitely something that just stood out. Out a little bit more yeah seth rollins is major over but like like what they can't push him up to the top right now because roman's the champ and again another reason why i'm like why are they why compromise both titles why do that well uh roman was there and he took his sweet time getting to the ring he always uh, does. Oh, my God. This took forever, which I was watching a football game, so I didn't give a damn, but <laughs> that didn't work much better. Anyway, he gets to the ring. He jokes about Jay and Sammy feeling oozy, and that was a big moment from, from SmackDown, of course. Great moment. Got a, got incredible buzz. Just It was just fun. It was a special promo for many reasons. But then The Miz interrupts, and The Miz is offering his help and talking about the possibility of Logan Paul knocking out Roman Reigns with the pins in his hand and all this goofy shit that doesn't, doesn't work. But Roman Reigns, who also is the hot hand and also the crowd loves right there, why not have him punch Miz in the face? What's it really matter? He's probably going to get cheered over Logan Paul anyway, so lean into it. Let him be the baby face-ish character. I mean, who knows how the hell the Saudi Arabia audience is going to 
going to do. But in most weeks, they're cheering Roman Reigns and booing Logan Paul. So go ahead and lean into that. Don't insult our intelligence. That's one of the things that I loved so much about AEW booking the first couple of years was depending on the month, somebody might be working heel or baby face and might be switching back and forth just based on who they're facing. And I love that. And I would like to see some of that with like Roman Reigns because the bloodline are over. People like them. They're entertaining. And uh, Miz is an easy person to, you know, punch in the face and get booed. All right. So I have multiple thoughts about this. First and foremost, this was the best Miz segment that we have seen in months on WW on Raw for, for maybe even more than months. Okay. Maybe even more than months. This was the best use of the Miz. All right. So when Roman Reigns was out there, you know, doing his usual, I'm thinking, okay, well, they got to make this different for Raw, obviously, but where are they going to, what are they going to do? So when the Miz came out, I'm going to be real with you. I completely forgot about the Miz and Logan Paul's history. I forgot. God, it, I was thinking like, wow, really? They're going to put Miz in there right now with Roman Reigns? And once he actually started talking, I was like, oh, yeah, that whole thing with Logan Paul. I completely forgot about that. Oops. Um, so when the Miz actually started th- talking, I thought, okay. This makes sense for him to go out there and, you know, try to, like he says, he wants to scratch the back of Roman Reigns. And um, I love this because I thought the, the Miz was the perfect person for Roman Reigns just to prove his point that everybody here is worried that Logan Paul is going to get that one shot in on Roman Reigns and knock him out where Roman Reigns is pissed off saying like, nah, you guys shouldn't be thinking this because I'm going to be the one to do this to Logan Paul. The Miz was perfect to put in this uh, segment. I loved it. It was a good use of him. It was funny. And then here's the other thing, too. If you stop and realize, like, this is crazy to me. Well, and crazy in a good way. That we're having Logan Paul, who is obviously this big mainstream whatever, right? Like, he's known for a variety of things. Okay. And he's coming into this match with possibly the biggest star that WWE has right now, Roman Reigns. Okay? And they're going to crown Jewel, and they're doing all of this. Yet... While this is happening, while we're building towards this match, Sean, the crowd is chanting Usi. The crowd is mostly hot for a guy who wasn't even there today. Sammy freaking Zane. And that was one thing that I kept thinking about as the crowd was chanting Usi. I think he's a real option. I think he's a real option to, if not beat Roman, to compete in a main event against Roman at this point. Like, he really, really is. It's got to happen, man. Uh, Denise, are you ready for this? No, I'm scared. Oh, <laughs> bruh. Stop it. Oh, my God. You got to send that to Sean. <laughs> He's going to wake up to that tag. I, I tagged him in a photo of us on Twitter. Did you that, really? That should be interesting. That should be interesting. <laughs> so, you know what, guys? No matter if you're in the NWO, DX, X factor, whether you're in TNA, WCW, WWF, the GWF, you want to make sure that you're secured, Denise. And you can be with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. You want to make sure your VPN can cut the mustard, pal. And NordVPN.com slash Fightful does that. Works on all your devices, your phone, your laptop, your desktop, your PC, all that good stuff. It allows you to get pay-per-views at a much more affordable price. That's what I ordered uh, this most recent UFC pay-per-view on. This most recent uh, pay-per-view this past weekend. Really enjoyed it. Paul Silva, all that good stuff. 
I, I appreciate the this, Denise. I just want you to know I appreciate this. But you also want to block that online tracking. <laughs> you want to block malware and the annoying pop-up ads. And that's what NordVPN.com slash Fightful does. But not just that, you get four additional months free. You also get a 30-day money-back guarantee. If for some reason you don't like saving money, having secure internet, having your uh, virtual location change with just one click, you can get your money back with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Somebody lets you know he's genuinely being nice, Denise. Yeah, I am. I appreciated the enthusiasm. I, I really did. I didn't believe you. <laughs> oh, we've got three great tiers at NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Whether you want a pass, a VPN, or a locker, or maybe all three, NordVPN.com slash Fightful has your back. I love NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Uh, excited to work with them again throughout 2023. And much of that is because of the, the great support that you guys have shown that. So I want to thank you guys so much. Ryan Martin says, hey, Sean, don't know if you've seen it, but there are rumors floating around that Sasha was a guest at the Mexico City show over the weekend. There's been a photo going around of her and Bailey together. So I figured I'd ask. I have heard the rumors. I don't have a lot of information on the rumors, but uh, somebody please send me that photo via DM and I'll... Uh, I'll try to ask around. Sorry, I couldn't give you more of an answer, Ryan, because he's in a very generous super chat, but uh, I'll be working on it. You can you can damn sure about that. K775 says, so is uh, the person I reported WWE is interested in. I'll go ahead and say it. FightfulSelect.com this weekend reported WWE is interested in bringing back Tegan Knox. Uh, I don't know that uh, her visa issues are cleared up or anything like that. She told me herself earlier this year. She was kind of battling that says, is that going to be the person the OC aligned with against Judgment Day? That much I don't know. I, I don't know, but WWE does have interest in in her. So uh, that's, I'm glad she should be there. Joel Wood says, the pins in his hand gimmick seems a lot like the steel plate and the forearm gimmick they gave Lex during his program with Yoko. It does. It just, I don't buy it nearly as much as I bought Lex Luger. You know what I mean? And I think that Logan Paul is a great athlete. Juan Ortiz says, should Sammy be the one that beats Roman for the title? I feel like it could be very reminiscent of Brock Eddie at No Way Out 2004. As of now, Denise, I got him up there with uh, about anybody. I got him right up there neck and neck with Cody Rhodes at this point. And I know a lot of people are like, uh, not believable, not believable. It's fake. It's it's not real. It's scripted wrestling. It's, hey, it's, it's, it's still real to me, damn it. Oh, boy. It's as, <laughs> no, it's but, as real as, as you make it. But that's the thing, though. I mean, you're talking about a guy who is, like, extremely over. And, yeah, I know a lot of people are like, oh, it's not believable because of the comedy bit and all of that. But they forget how great Sami Zayn is in the ring. And I feel like all they have to do is – a guy who's this over, go in there, and, and if he were to have this match with Roman Reigns, and if he were to win, all you would need is a freaking incredible match. Interesting. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people would be like, fuck no, and this and that, and there'd be all yeah. this debate, and people would be pissed, but let's be real, people would be pissed either way, no matter what happens. No matter who takes off the belt off of Roman Reigns, the belts, excuse me, at this point, uh, no matter who takes off the, the belts from Roman Reigns, I think there's going to be a there's going to be people like, oh, they should have waited. This person wasn't the right person. This wasn't the right time. No matter what, because at this point, we would. How many days are we at now? I, I lose track. We've just, we're so deep into this now that 
it's going to be hard to find the perfect person. And for the longest time, I remember so many people would ask us, Sean, and we'd be like, oh, that person's not here yet. That We don't know. There's not a name. Yeah. There's nobody. Sammy, or, now- Sammy or, or Logan, yeah. Uh, Roman uh, Roman's going to beat Logan. It's going to happen. But when he oh, does. I would be pissed if Logan Paul defeated oh, Roman I'd be, Reigns. Are I'd you be, kidding me? I'd be, I'd be real livid. mad. I'd be 2019 mad. But um, <laughs> Roman's going to pass 800 days as champion. And he will also pass Drew McIntyre's on-screen days as champion. He's already passed uh, Drew McIntyre's uh, number of days he actually held the title because they filmed it a couple weeks ahead. But uh, right now, Roman Reigns has technically held the WWE Championship longer than anybody else since AJ Styles did for over a year. So Roman is has passed that and now has the longest... Uh, Longest WWE title reign since 2017-2018. And don't know if he'll pass that one. But, uh, yeah, it's it's pretty incredible. Carlos says, Sami Zayn is such a crowd favorite. Him winning the title could be comparable to when Foley winning it. I agree with that, too. I agree with that. Uh, Ryan also says, just DM'd you the photo on Twitter, Sean. Joe Burrow killed me in fantasy today. Joe Burrow killed me in real life today. I saw the photo. Uh, yeah, that looks very recent. But I'll dig some more about about what's up with with Sasha uh, there there hasn't been just there just hasn't been just in LA so that wouldn't be too far off to say that she's now in you know over there in Mexico or wherever sure she's at sure and somebody uh mentioned yeah but uh yeah it wouldn't be that bad wouldn't be that bad it's but like a- well, I don't know what part of Mexico, but it wouldn't be too far off, like a couple hours of a drive or a flight. Obviously, a flight. I doubt she's going to be driving. Um, JBL Baron Corbin. Hold on. Hold on one second. Got somebody sending me a picture, and they're like, oh, well, it looks like she was there to train. I think that the picture that they sent me initially was an older picture, and then I see the one with Bailey. But uh, Joel Wood says, I feel like the story calls for Sammy and KO to win the titles. The story has always been Jay mistreating Sammy. Does he Sammy finally get that revenge for being treated like crap for months? I want that. So, I mean, to me, you've caught such lightning in a bottle with Sammy. At, like you could, you could, if you do this turn, I think you almost have to have Sammy get a world title shot at first lose that and then get a tag title shot. Like then after the match, you know, Roman Reigns will try to hug him or shake his hand or whatever. And they beat him down and Kevin Owens makes the save. Then they win the tag titles. I think that's the, the, the real opportunity there. Um, Because now you got the Usos going on this like historic run too. I mean, good God, they've, they've held those tag titles for well over a year. They're probably about to pass new day as well. What do you think about possibly Owens and Sammy winning the, the tag titles? Because, I mean, that would be a good consolation, I think. Yeah, that was something that Will had mentioned on the After the Week podcast. And when he mentioned, I was like, yes, we got to do it that way. Like, I'm 100% cool with that, especially because how I want to end up seeing this now is, you know, this on Friday, the moment was Jey Uso basically being so fed up and so angry with Sammy Zayn that Roman Reigns, 
uh, that he he was so upset that he was willing to trigger Roman Reigns and not basically giving a damn. Or he said that he didn't care about the tribal chief and pissing off Roman Reigns and Roman Reigns knowing that he doesn't like Sami Zayn and rewarding Sami Zayn essentially just to piss off Jey Uso for what he said. So I want you know I wanted to get it to the point where Roman Reigns legitimately thinks you know what Sami Zayn's a good guy. Sami Zayn's on our side. And then uh, you know you mentioned a while back about how uh, having Sami Zayn be the one that eventually turns on the bloodline instead of the blo- instead of Roman Reigns uh, turning on him and all of that. So I want to see it that way too, where Sammy is the one who basically goes like, I freaking fooled you guys and leaves Roman Reigns pretty much dumb thinking like, holy shit, I fell for this when my own cousin was basically yeah. the only person. Because at the end, you want I want to see Jey Uso be like, I freaking knew it. I was right. And nobody listened to me. I was right. And Sami Zayn being the mastermind that essentially fooled them all. I mean, people are more excited to talk about Sami Zayn than, than the show. And Simmons it wasn't is, even on today's show. I know. Sam says Sami is the guy right now. Jimmy Sami is a perfect rumble match. Uh, yeah. Cody versus Roman is cool, but the fans would turn on him quickly. I feel maybe, but then you find a baby face that would work against him. Uh, the D burn show says, think there's a chance they hold off on ending roman's title reign till after they break 1000 days could see them waiting till mania 40 for the moment i think Um, it depends too because we still don't know what his official wrestlemania plans are for roman reigns right yeah and how many days yeah i mean it's it's possible uh it's possible that they wait but if i were them i would i would split up that wwe title and that universal title i would have cody cody gets a shot at a title make it the wwe title or something like that because that's the one he's always wanted puckhead says when srs meets a guest does he become the great muta i've used that one before i've called myself the great muter before yeah for the chat tony says i'm with you sean and denise i feel sammy is above the tag titles now with this recent work second guessing the reason for the bloodline semi betrayal to happen as I keep saying, and I, I hope this regime does that, always go with the hot hand. I remember when Too Cool won the tag titles, and it was like six months after. They sh- probably should have. Yeah, and then no one, no one will care afterwards. They, exactly. Yeah, they got to utilize. That's and that's the thing. It's not very well. I mean, not and right now. Roman Reigns is the hot hand, like by far. Yeah, but they have something there with Sammy too. So I mean, I don't know. At least they have an option. You know, before they, we didn't, I didn't even have an option for you. There was no option. I, I, there wasn't anybody that I would legitimately say, oh, okay, I'm cool with that person sure. being the champion. H-Man says, the reports I saw is Bailey and Sasha were at a AAA event in Mexico City. Also, mix into Miami for a second. I'm kidding, SRS. I would love Mixon to go to Miami for a second round pick. That would be great. Let Samaji P. Ryan start. Uh, I'll dig more into the Sasha Bailey thing. Bear says, do you believe there will be a partnership with New Japan and WWE? Reports seem to think that maybe it's close to happening. Nakamura is a good start. Well, Nakamura is heading over to Noah, or I think, yeah, it's Noah. Yeah, Noah. Noah. Um, I saw Tom Campbell say say that somebody approached Triple H and say, do we want to let Nakamura go over to Japan? And Triple H said, Noah. <laughs> That's a Love good it. one, actually. Love that. That's a good one. Tom's really good at that type of stuff. Ryan said that he checked that woman's Instagram page uh, that the photo he sent and she posted it 10 hours ago. So Sasha was definitely in Mexico yesterday. Possibly. You never know when. You never know how delayed things could be. You never know in this crazy world of wrestling. You never know. 
Bear Hudson says that we read that one. But we had JBL and Corbin come out. JBL says, uh, he. by the way, he does like the woke snowflake, all that. It ain't going to work. It ain't going to get the kind of heat he wants. But he brings out Baron Corbin. Um, he calls Baron Corbin a wrestling god. But this was an R-Truth segment. R-Truth comes out. I posted a little teaser today that Chavo's uh, good pal Pepe was coming back. Well, R-Truth wrote it down to the ring. Not, not the Pepe, but he was dressed as a cowboy too. He thought that they were dressed up. And what we got was Baron Corbin hitting the end of days on R-Truth, who, who fought back a little bit, but we'll get a match next week. This is harmless. It's set up a match next week. Everybody loves R-Truth. Corbin getting a win over him, I think, will be good heat. I'm fine with this. Well, I hated this. Okay. Well, I hated this because of JBL. I really did. I didn't think that this was great. Um, How do I say this in a way that's not too crazy? He's doing a lot of what Dan Lambert was doing, right? Like that's the that's the, a lot of the comparisons that you're seeing, you know, a lot of the damn Dan Lambert simil- similarities, right? He's going out there and he's doing, you know, he gets cheered obviously because Texas, and then he quickly turns everybody around and everybody's like, nah, screw this guy, freaking boo, right? Uh, you know, him going out there and doing the snowflake stuff and the millennials and the Gen Zs and the safe space and the and the oh, laziness you know. and and all of what he said. And lazy. That's the irony is it's a lazy promo. Yeah, it's it's almost like we've been there. It didn't work with a lot of people. You know, the Dan Lambert thing got to, to the point where people were just freaking hating it. You know, they hated it. Uh, Joe Even Gacy. Lambert was like, this shit ain't working anymore. I'm going to hit the bricks for a while. Right. The Joe Gacy doing it. Joe Gacy, remember the beginning when they even did that whole freaking uh, Fox article that came out about the freaking Joe Gacy promo that he was cutting in the beginning about safe space. And God, I don't even know what else was used in all of that type of stuff. And so... So going out there and doing this type of I feel like if you're going to do something like this and make it work, there's I feel like there's a way where it could work. But this wasn't it. This just came across as almost how do I say this? Saying something you really feel while trying to mask it behind a personality of behind a character. Right. To me, it just kind of came across as. Yeah, it came across as pretty uh, in poor taste. So I was not a fan of this. Um, I haven't been a fan of what JBL has been bringing. I think he's hurting Baron Corbin more than adding to him as a heel or as anything. I think he's hurting Corbin a million times more than helping out whatsoever. So I'm not a fan of the JBL Corbin thing. I haven't been a fan of it since the beginning, and I'm still not a fan of it right now. It's cringe. And somebody says, he's getting heat. Jeez. It sucks. It doesn't matter. It sucks. And I know there is going to be those people that say that because there's always going to be that person yeah. that says that. He's getting heat. Was he? Because the crowd didn't react. Luis says, as a Texan, I'll double down. The JBL segment was a two-pack of ass. Richie says, as an Australian, I have no idea what JBL is referencing the majority <laughs> of the time. Oh, boy. Uh, so Riddle is out as Ezekiel, as Fightful Select reported today. But Gable and Otis stole this match segment, everything. This was the Trick or Street fight. And it looked like Gable was out as Rick from Rick and Morty. Then he rips off his clothes. 
and they're doing the Chippendales gag from SNL with Patrick Swayze and Chris Farley. And it worked really well. By the way, Chad Gable is jacked. He is yoked. This was hilarious. I love this. It's not often that I think that a ripoff like this works, especially like a 30-year ripoff, like 30 years ago. But this hit amazingly well. I loved what these two did. I lived for this. This was really funny. And especially them coming out and then obviously doing the whole dance routine. And Otis, my God, Otis doing uh, the little shimmy dance and doing this with his belly and all of that. Yes. It was amazing. I love that so much. Um, the ending with him getting the uh, the freaking getting the RKO um, the afterwards pumpkin. with the sorry. With the, with the pumpkin, yeah, with the pumpkin head. And obviously it looked a little funky because he had the pumpkin and everything. Yeah. But uh, regardless, it was fr- pretty damn freaking hilarious. Uh, him just laying there afterwards with the pumpkin. Uh, them taking out a freaking uh, gable on the outside. That was all good. Hey, this was perfect, harmless fun for, um, exactly for Halloween. I think in terms of, you know, usually these segments could be like really cheesy and really bad and that kind of thing. This was actually entertaining. I think they 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 definitely nailed it with making it entertaining for uh you know the halloween theme and all of that instead of making I, it cheesy yeah. and boring the you, same the same food fights that they always do for like thanksgiving oh, they, were and gonna, stuff. they were gonna they were gonna there was, was that the plan the food yeah fight? there was gonna be a plan there was a plan to have at least they brought everything i was told they brought everything there to do it they just didn't do it good um, so i'll have more on that on fightfulselect.com tomorrow they but, do yeah, too this, many food fights yeah, and uh, this was good stuff. Riddle and Otis are the right people to do this. Gable, you know, all the comparisons he got to Angle, he's starting to pay a lot of them off. But uh, his humor is a little bit different than than Angle's. I just think this is really good stuff. Otis even brought back the worm, which I thought was good. This was fun. This was fun stuff. So we're getting the chain reaction that leads to what I thought was the highlight of the show, but... Mustafa Ali says that Miz has tiny balls backstage. Then he beats Miz. I thought this was a really good match. Um, Dexter Loomis ends up costing the Miz the match. Uh, Bodyguard does a box jump in order to save Loomis. I saw everybody flipping out about it. I was like, wasn't that high. Otis could have cleared that without a doubt. Otis could have cleared that barricade. That much I guarantee you. But the match I thought was really good. And it did put some more question marks on the Loomis thing before we found out what was going on. We'll talk about that momentarily. But Ali getting the win? Well, that's good because he's heading towards Seth Rollins. He's heading towards that, I would imagine. So you got to keep giving him wins. Uh, But Miz, if he would have won after Roman Reigns cracked him in the jaw, I'd have been like, damn, that should have messed him up for the rest of the night. Like he could have, I, I don't know if you want to have him stumbling out there because, you know, people will be like, oh my God, they're playing off concussions. It's a fake wrestling show. They'll be all right. But I thought this was pretty good stuff. They, I'm so happy that they found 
Uh, you know what? Miz was great in this thing, too. Like I said, he was perfect for this, the Roman Reigns segment. He was perfect for this with Mustafa Ali. You have to give him a win against somebody that, you know, isn't your random, you know, no-name local jobber. You know, they actually gave him the Miz. Okay, fine. You know, Miz is somebody we see on weekly programming, former champion. Fine. Go and have him in this match again against Ali. Give Ali a, a, a pretty credible win there. I like this. And even if it was with the help of Dexter Loomis, I get it. It's still fine. It's still a win um, based on where Mustafa Ali was before on this show. This is a whole leg up, man. This is a whole improvement for Mustafa Ali. And you have to because you, one of the big things going into the story is that Seth Rollins doesn't think that he is worthy enough of even competing against Seth Rollins. That was something that he told to Mustafa Ali. So what does he got to do? He's got to prove himself. And getting a win over Miz, I thought was pretty good. I love that. Thought that was good stuff. Ali's got to get those wins. But then we get a full 60 minutes type interview with Johnny Gargano. Holy shit. This was amazing. It was so stupid and perfect and funny and just cute. And they Did had you just these, say cute? It was very cute. I don't think I've ever heard you describe something as cute. It was. It worked. Johnny <laughs> did all the reenactments. He played everybody. It was perfect. And then he says, I see Miz and Dexter Loomis talking to each other. And it's 2022. So I recorded it. And Johnny recording this was just audio and it's Miz talking on one side and then when it plays Dexter Loomis's part it just says silence I just love that that's such good shit that was that was so amazing and it's revealed Miz was paying Dexter Loomis for some reason to pretend like he was abducting him and then at some point it got real what did you think of the performance here Okay, I want to first shout out more the concept. I think the concept was what was really good, which was them obviously doing a ripoff of 60 Minutes, even having Baron Corbin there on the side and then doing the little tick, 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 tock little thing yes. that they were doing and the whole, just the way that they actually put it together, right? That was pretty clever. Um, I also liked that they did the, uh, you know, they did a very documentary style where you had reenactments and you have Johnny Gargano being the guest that is the, you know, the eyewitness that has all the information on the case and they formatted it very well in that sense so i think the concept for me was what really nailed it was the concept uh and the fact that there is <laughs> there could be some truth to this too in terms of it being funny because uh the first thing that johnny gargano says in this is that dexter loomis had lost his job and fell on hard yes. times. That is accurate. So you could technically apply that into real life if you want to, or at least in story-wise. Denise, I forgot that in kayfabe, he still doesn't work there. Yeah, that too. That too. So this is actually pretty funny. It plays into it very nicely. Um, and then with Miz taking advantage of him and uh, Johnny Gargano explaining his whole theory of him being a celebrity that faked this to um, basically get some attention and whatnot. This fits perfectly. And you want to know why? How many stories don't you read about celebrities that do these fake Jesse Smollett. <laughs> yes, that was the, I was going to tweet it, but I didn't want to put it out there, but because that's, you know, it was just a lot. Of course. You know, sure, it was but really that's what it is. What happened with that? 
that. But I yeah. feel like that was exactly the inspiration um, behind that. And, and it's believable with The Miz. Why? Because he has his reality TV show. He does uh, hosting for game shows and a bunch of other stuff, right? Um, so it was believable. So I feel like this could have easily been like a hot mess. It's going to be easily like hot garbage. Uh, it, and I'm sure a lot of people don't like this, but I actually thought it was funny. And I like the concept and I like the idea, especially right now in this day and age, we are con- like Netflix is constantly putting out these, you know, documentaries and, you know, they're so hot and everybody's always watching it. And it's something that people do and it's popular, right? People yeah. love to be in the know about things that legitimately happen. So I feel like this made perfect sense to do it right now where people got it, they saw it and they understood it. And this was probably my favorite thing that Johnny Gargano has done in terms of character work since he came back to WWE. Also, you met Byron Saxton, not Baron Corbin. Oh my gosh, did I say Baron Corbin? My bad. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even hear myself. <laughs> Joel Wood says, with Nakamura and Noah and Carl hopefully defending the Never titles, uh, do you see this happening more? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's already happening more than it has in the last several years. Um, because before that, the only time that we had it was Jushin Thunder Liger coming over to WWE. Kyrie wanted to work uh, a show in Japan when she was in WWE, or I think even when she was off, and they didn't let her do it. Well, Denise, if your current bed has you down for the one, two, three, kid, you need to switch to helixsleep.com slash Fightful. Let me tell you about Helix Sleep. I got Helix Sleep mattress during the pandemic because I didn't want to go to a mattress store and try out a mattress that somebody else had been rolling around on. So I went and I took their quiz and I got matched up to the perfect model for me. And as a result, I switched from being just a back sleeper to a back and a side sleeper. As a result, I get more sleep. I get deeper sleep. I get better sleep, uh, a better quality of sleep, more consecutive sleep. It has helped improve my entire life because uh, when you're spending a third of your a third of your life, hopefully, in bed, if you're getting a healthy night's sleep, you want to make sure you're getting a good quality night's sleep. Helix supports military, first responders, teachers, and students by giving them a special discount on site. But we've got one for you right now at HelixSleep.com/fightful, up to two hundred dollars off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. With Helix, better sleep starts now, and you've got this incredible warranty. You've got financing. You've got flexible payment plans, but you also can try it 100 nights risk-free. If for some reason you don't like it, they'll come and pick it back up. But it arrives to you at your door. After you take that questionnaire, find the mattress that's right for you. They have over 12,000 five-star reviews. It's the best mattress I've ever slept on. When I travel, I always miss this mattress. 100-night risk-free trial. How can you pass it up? Invest in your sleep. I was on a bad slab of memory foam before I got helixsleep.com slash Fightful. I could never go back again. Let me tell you, it is the X factor when it comes to my sleep. Graham says, yo, you're hearing the SRS factor. Will you do the Uncle Cracker lyrics? You don't know you the do lyrics. Them. Mm. You do them. No. You do them. In Simmons says, uh, Roman being jealous of Sammy getting all the love because he's the head of the table works as well. 
it's clear his character has insecurities. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? Uh, I mean, there, there's so much talk of that, but I mean, I, to me, Roman is all is sort of secure in his spot, but he doesn't want to be disrespected. Yeah, I like it more in the sense of Jay Uso being the one that's upset about it because Roman Reigns is a leader. You know, you can almost see this as how do I how do I explain this? It's like you know, for example, like your brothers, right? Your the brothers fighting for the attention of mom and dad. You know, that's how I yeah. see it with Jay Uso and Sami Zayn. Like Roman Reigns, I don't want to say he's the mom, but you get me like that kind sure. of like friction of trying to get the attention and trying to prove that the other person is, you know, whatever, right? So I kind of like it better where I don't want to see Roman Reigns get jealous of Sami Zayn necessarily. Joel Woods says, our buddy backup hangman casually mentioned the other day Sasha was negotiating to work outside promotions as a part of her deal, but didn't know how reliable that is. I honestly have not heard a single peep from anybody about anything with Sasha since the rumors that uh, a WWE attorney or or so, the Raj Geary thing. I haven't heard a thing about either one of them since then. That's why I haven't reported anything. Brandon Charles Powell says, I do like there's more than one possible outcome with the bloodline story. It keeps me intrigued regardless of which way they go. Exactly. Like they can ride this wave for a while or they can, they can capitalize off of it. And I, I'm with you. Tony says, I think Sammy should be the catalyst for the reason the rock comes back. I have a long, well thought out reason for it, which I can put in the chat. Tony, I think that is almost a full podcast, but listen, if Roman reigns, loses the title to Sami Zayn because of The Rock? Oh my God, you know what they could do? I just thought about it right now when you mentioned the whole thing about The Rock. You know how Sami Zayn, when he was um, feuding with Johnny Knoxville and he went to the red carpet and he did, they did that whole bit? Yeah. He could do that with The Rock. Oh man. On one of his red carpets. He's got like a million projects. I'm sure he can crash one of those and do a little bit. Yes. It's great I, stuff. I think it could be fun. Damage Control tried to get help from Nikki. It didn't work out. We're, we're going to see Nikki Cross back. I'm very excited for that. Man, I've got one little hair that just keeps on. But then <laughs> we get through, Sean. We get new women's tag team champions, Alexa Bliss and Asuka. They're back. They're in the fold. Seems like they're being set up to be a part of the War Games match if it happens. And they are the women's champions. Denise, at this point, I was pulling my actual hair out over the Bengals. How'd you feel about this? All right. So first and foremost, good main event, solid main event. Great stuff. Okay. I legitimately did not think that we were going to get the titles, uh, a new champions tonight. I did not expect it. I did not see it coming when they won. I was legitimately surprised. I had like, I took a double look where I was like, Oh shit. For the, this is for the titles. Like they just won the titles. What the hell? Oh my god. Um, it's not that. I, I don't know why. I just didn't assume that they were going. There was going to be a title change. I just didn't see it coming. In terms of, I feel like EO and Dakota 
it, it's only been, it hasn't even been that long since they've been champions. So I do think they could have had, obviously, a lengthier run. And I just figured if there's going to be a title change, I don't know, I was just expecting it on a pay-per-view or something. And having Alexa and Asuka win, I know I saw a couple of comments from people that were just like, no, we're not having it. We don't want Alexa and Asuka to be champions right now. But I got to tell you, I'm excited about it. I'm excited about it because what have we been doing with Asuka and Alexa? Not much. I feel like this is really the something to be excited about for both of them. In terms of uh, Asuka, like we mentioned earlier, it almost like, you know, she came back, she was having kick-ass matches, but then there was nothing else to really add to that. There wasn't anything more. Alexa Bliss, you know, there's been all this whole thing about whether or not she has anything to still to do with Bray Wyatt or not. And there was that whole conversation. And, um, you know, what's next for Alexa Bliss and all of this, this whole talk. So now having them as champions for me, just gives them something that feels a little bit more uh, clearer. Like I get like there's a clearer version vision of what to expect from Alexa bliss and Oscar. And that to me is exciting. So given that whole thing, I'm excited that they're champions. I just want to see what they're going to do. And I don't want to have to keep wondering what the hell is going to go down with these people. And I don't it's, feel it's okay like with this these titles, to me, it's okay for these titles to go back and forth sometimes. Like it's, I'm fine with it. And that's, here's the thing too, like, I don't think that EO and Dakota necessarily need the titles because I feel like what's helping them right now is just being part of damage control, just being part of this stable. It's cool. It's fresh. It's fun. I feel like that's almost enough right now to carry them through versus Alexa and Asuka. Maybe they did something a little bit more right now. And uh, I mentioned this the other day in the nineties, even eighties, nineties and two thousands, you had a handful of 365 plus day range you had hogan you had a couple a couple others you had honky tonk man demolition but you can there's a dozen since punk like there's new day there's the usos there's roman reigns there's there's brock lesnar there's aj styles there's walter there's there's pete dunn there's a ton of these year plus range mandy they happen all over the place so it's okay to hot potato some of these uh richie says uh alexa needs new music I like her song. Get what is it? Get I don't hell if I know something. something, I don't know the lyrics. I mean, she. (laughs) I think it's get out. She she is married to a a literally like a very talented musician. He could do great music for. There's a song. song. There's a song. Bowling for Soup did a damn song called Alexa Bliss. I know, but I'm just upset. Why are we all hating on Alexa Bliss's theme song? I like this Dick song. The Cock Johnson says, love the crowd pop for the EO Oscar face-off. You can tell they have big plans for a singles match there. Can't wait for it. I don't know about big plans, but they should have big. They should have plans for one. Brandon Charles Powell says, Oscar and EO in the ring together is just amazing. Can't wait to see a one-on-one match between them and WWE. Maybe Mania. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, if they want to you know, add to the two nights, but to me, I think that is a, a raw main event for a women's title in the future. And I think it's a very good one, too. Like one that, that's gonna one that's gonna like kill it. K775 says, is Bailey gonna win on Saturday? I genuinely don't know. Seems like she kind of needs to if this shoot is gonna continue into Survivor Series. I don't think she needs to, because I think you can parlay this into war games and then somebody can emerge from war games as a potential challenger. And then I'm Shy- still going with Go Bianca ahead. right now for Crown Jewel. That's where I'm at right now. Shytown Spurs says, fun show, hated the finish. Didn't need to have EO lose twice. Denise looks like 
looks like one of those dwarves from Lords of the Ring. I, I'm a, I, yeah, I'm with you there. Io maybe didn't need to lose again. I would protect her a little bit more, but also she can get motivated after like maybe a damage control split. But Denise, tell the people what you got going on. All right. So speaking of Crown Jewel, I am going to be doing a really early Crown Jewel watch along. So for those of you who want to hang out and I don't know, eat breakfast or something, come tune into the channel for a Crown Jewel watch along. That's going to be on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Denise Salcedo. And then afterwards, I'll be here with Sean talking about Crown Jewel, the pay-per-view itself. And uh, yeah, just youtube.com. Really go check it out there. I think I just hit 73,000 subscribers. So please go there. And right now, YouTube uh, completely did like a remodel of the page. And Sean, this is great because if you go on, you can now go to your video tabs and your shorts tabs and a live tab. And they also separate things by like your recent content and also what's the most popular oh my god that is such a huge game changer and it just allows for easier access to find all different types of content um so please go to go there and check that out also uh twitter and instagram at underscore denise salcedo i'm still trying to get to a hundred thousand, but it's taking me a bit yeah guys if you're having trouble finding our streams there is a streams tab check it out until next time guys we're out